welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John, and we also have our host, Frank Selby, um, in there with us, and it's been, uh, we're going to have a good time. We're going to go from the East Coast, and then we're going to go up uh, into the Sierra, uh, and then uh, to Costa Rica. Please. So we're going to be all over the world. Costa Rica, yeah. Yeah. So... Anyway, how was your turkey? Oh well, it was pretty good. I deep fried two, roasted one, had about twenty four people, but I wasn't. You know, I had my air responsibility. All I had to do was the turkeys, the gravy, and the stuffing. But it still, you know, turns out to be a little bit of work. But you know, the the uh, the, the most of the work comes after everybody gets off after everybody finishes their plates. Yeah, that's when the cleanup starts. Oh, that's God. my unfavorite time. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, no, it was great. I hope everybody had a good one. And, uh, gee, Frank, what are we going to do here? Uh, okay, we're going to go on around the world. And you know what? We've been getting some good response. So let's keep it going. I got uh, another box full of stuff. We got resupplied. So people that haven't got their presents yet, um, um, we'll get them to you, I promise. If for some reason you worry about it, then give me a call. Just go to the website and email me or call me. But uh, a little bit later, we'll, um, anybody that's, we're, right now, since we're new on Sirius XM Radio, we want to find out where people are listening to us from. That's why we're giving this stuff away. So, yeah, and how far away you are. And how far away we are, right. Okay. Uh, so we'll do that, and we'll announce that a little bit later in the show. And... Uh, Frank, let's go ahead and get started. Do we have uh, uh, Joel on the Joel? Line? No, no, no. Okay, that's right. Yet. We're just about ready for a break. Okay, all right. We'll be right back with you, and we're going to have some... We'll start off on the East Coast. So we have... Uh, uh, anyway, a, a great one. Anyway, if you're listening to us on Sirius Radio, just send an email. Three, real simple. John... Three words, Fish Talk Radio. John at fishtalkradio.com. Tell us where you are and give us a shipping address, that kind of stuff, and the phone number so we can reach you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be right back with Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and it's going to be a lot of fun. The soft science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the soft science fin fishing shoes and boots and the fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine.
Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and I have our host Frank Selby on the line with us. And we also have um, Joel, an accomplished angler and craftsman. So we're going to talk a little bit about all of that. And Frank, since Joel's a good friend of yours, why don't you go ahead and start in with him? Joel. Tell us a little bit about how many nets you can get done and the different qualities of the nets that you do. Well, tell us what they are. Yeah. Well, basically, I have several different size nets, um, anywhere from boat nets down to creek net size. Each one is individually made by hand. Um, I make them for custom orders. If a person would call me and say, hey, they want teak, they want koa wood, um, or a maple, solid mahogany or a maple, um, I could do it. Um, I also make them with curved handles where they come out looking like snakes or lizards, stuff like that, for somebody who really wants something that nobody else has. A unique. Yeah, a unique style net for the individual fisherman. Well, and go to the website. It's fascinating. But these nets are not something you buy at Big Five. No, um, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But if somebody wants something very special and personal that they're going to hand down for generations, that's what they're designed for, right? Exactly. I put a lifetime, um, lifetime warranty, basically, of enjoyment. If it's something that I did where the net falls apart in making it and you receive the net and a year later it's delaminating or something, you send it back to me, I give you a brand new net back. Or even if a fish breaks it and you have a picture of a 60-pound salmon <laughs> coho in one of my big landing nets, and I haven't had one of those break yet. I beef them up. I got them in Alaska, British Columbia right now, and I have photos of 30, 40-pound coho salmon sitting in them right now. The biggest one I ever had in your net was 21 pounds and that net uh, you grabbed and looked he says it's got the sticker on it does it isn't burned in any before it was ever burned in yep that's when i was putting the old stickers on don't let the big mm -hmm. one get away yeah and that's my, that's still my logo um seth when he worked in alaska my oldest boy he guided there for a while, and he had um, a basin net. You'd see it on the website, and he had about a 30-pound fish in it, and it's made for trout, and it held up like it was really quick. Really quick. Give me your website so we have it. Okay. Tell the people uh, your website right now. My website is Sierra Netco, one word, dot com. Um, S I E R R A N E T C O dot com. Mm -hmm. And then one other thing give us your guide number and where you guys guide, guide out of. That is. My goodness. That's the trout magnet. There you go. The Sierra trout magnet, excuse me, located in Bishop, California. Well, and with the age of computers, nobody writes down phone numbers anyway. Just go to Sierra Net Company. Sierra, like the, the Sierra Nevadas, sierranetco.com, right? Yeah. And then uh, the, uh, the uh, what's the name of the um, shop? The it's shop? Um, Sierra Trout Magnet, mm -hmm. all one word, dot com. There you go. And the telephone number is 760-873-0010. That makes them have to listen to us uh, the, our show two or three times on the web. There you go. <laughs> there you go. And, and uh, for, uh, go ahead. David DePotre. And he's um, our head guide, and then my son's the second guide, and it's Seth Klein, and he's the upcoming new Sierra guide out there. Um, a lot of people are looking at him right now, and I do Crawley Lake. Mm -hmm. I remember. 
I remember the first trout he got on a fly rod. We're not saying the age, okay? <laughs> but his son is so much fun. He loved fishing from the first minute he started looking at the water. Yep. Am I lying, Joel? No, you're not lying. He could catch a fish out of a bucket, like the old saying says. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's really good. Yeah, and he works at it really hard, and all of his customers are returning customers, and that's a good thing in this line of work. You got it. Oh, John. Yes, sir. Go ahead, John. Well, I was going to say, Crowley is a very uh, famous lake, especially opening day. And that's, uh, um, you can almost walk across the lake from boat to boat. But, you can do that. But they, uh, what they do in the wintertime, they stock it right before the end of the season. And then it's got, what are the dates that it closes and opens? Crowley you Lake. me? Mm-hmm. Um, the first, last weekend in April. Mm-hmm. And then it's closed August 15th. Mm-hmm. For boat traffic and that. So and these fish have been staying, staying in there and growing until opening day. Yeah, yes. they get, they used to grow, believe it or not, they could put a four-inch fish in there at the end of the season. At the beginning of the season, they were 17 to 18 inches long because mm-hmm. of the uh, chronomous midges that are there so thick. You, you used to cook, it looked like a cloud of dust coming at you on the Owens. Yeah, it gets really thick down there. We had a good hatch this year, and we do have a lot of reproducing trout that go up into the upper islands, do their, make their bed. Same with the cutthroats, and they come back in and they stay in there year round. Um, towards the end of the season, it's all catch and release, fly fishing. And that's when the big boys come out, and we have a lot of fun doing that. There's a lot of double digits taken at that time of the year. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Joel, you're in Bishop. Now, I think of Bishop as kind of like the hub of the wheel. Um, yeah. You know, they've got some accommodations, some decent restaurants. But uh, actually, we have can, a lot of new restaurants, too, coming mm-hmm. in now. And you can fish the Owens right in, the, right in town. But, oh, yeah. But within uh, 45 minutes, you can be up at Mammoth Lakes or. Uh, um, or all the way up to Bridgeport, or even going the other way towards uh, Whitney. But uh, the eastern yep. Sierras are just so beautiful. And, you know, within a half hour or a couple hours, you can fish so many incredible uh, lakes and streams. Yes. Um, the upper Owens and the lower Owens, above Crawley Lake and below Crawley, it's open year-round. And the East Walker up in Bridgeport, it's open year-round. And the habitat in East Walker is some of the best brown trout fishery. Mm -hmm. And Upper Owens right now, it's just starting to go off with the bigger trout coming out of Mm -hmm. Crawley Lake. Hmm. I got a question real quick. One minute, Frank. Okay, why why we got a minute? Uh, you guys will furnish gear if somebody comes up and they oh, get wearing a fly rod. Of course, we have um, waders for every size, boots. We have fly rods, and also when it snows up on the Upper Islands, we have three snowmobiles to get you out. <laughs> well, that's great. That's yeah. great. So you got to got to layer your clothing then. Yeah, wear warm clothing because it'll get down to sometimes 15, 20 below out there, and that's when the fish are really going at it. Okay, one quick question. We're going to go. If somebody wants to go up and enjoy the experience, maybe they've never been fishing before in their life, um, do you have spinning gear or you just make sure that they're... Yes, we do offer spinning gear for some of the youth, and sometimes um, a married couple, one likes to spin fish and one likes to fly fish. Mm-hmm. We do offer that, um, but we do put a fly set up on it so yeah. it's catch and release. And we do use spinners and stuff like that, but we'll knock the barbs off and teach them the reason why we're doing well, the It's It's just a beautiful part of the country, so when you're planning your trip in the spring, um, start putting that on your list. Joel, we thank you very much, and that was uh, um, Sierra Nets Co. Sierra Net Co. Right.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at V-A-G-A-B-U-N-D-O-S dot com or call 800-474-BAJA. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host Frank Selby. And as promised, uh, we've gone to the eastern Sierras. Uh, now we're about as far east as you can go and enjoy some great fishing in the United States. And we have Captain Paul Dixon. And let's see if we can get some information about Montauk and what you do. Paul, would you oh, mind? Hi, guys. Um, yeah, we're out here in Montauk. Like I was saying a little earlier, we were wrapping up our season. It's getting very cold, but uh, when the season is going, which usually starts out here in, uh, you know, in April and May, the fish start moving again. We're mostly fishing for striped bass, which is, uh, you know, migratory fish, so it moves up and down the coast. So that's our main quarry. It starts in April, and and it's still it's still going here down the beaches. But the uh, the boating conditions become brutal. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, you the striped bass? Do you get those from shore or inshore or what? You know, we do. We catch them. Uh, there's a lot of surf casting that takes place in Montauk. Uh, it's like the surf capital of the world, actually, you know, because of the, the migration of the striper and and uh, and a lot of boat, you know, a lot of boat stuff. It's mostly, a, you know, an inshore. The fish run the coastline, so it's uh, they're literally beyond the beaches and, uh, you know, within one or two miles of the beaches if you're in a boat. But they, they hug the shorelines and they move out of the Chesapeake and move all the way up the coast into Maine, actually. So now they're returning their migration, and uh, the surf casters, as we speak, are on the beaches. But you gotta, you gotta be pretty, uh, pretty hardy out here to be out there on the beach when it's 17 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even saltwater will freeze. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, it gets brutal, but uh, it's supposed to warm up again, and we're you know I'm going to hit the beaches tomorrow, uh, you know, and see what we can find. Which is it's a lot of fun because you're you're driving uh, on wide open beaches, you know, looking for birds and Ooh. looking for activity. And so you do have you know, long, long, flat, sandy beaches. Yes. Hmm. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, it's the Long Island, you know, where we're at is at the very tip of Long Island, mm-hmm. and uh, we're on what they call the South Fork, and Montauk sticks out at the end, and, you know, it's the furthest point east. The next stop is, uh, you know, England. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, you know, you stick way out in the Atlantic, so any every fish that has to swim down the Atlantic has to pass Montauk, you know, so it's it's like a giant point of land that sticks out in the Atlantic Ocean, and mm-hmm. and the fishing is you know is off the charts. Uh, you know the striped bass is the main thing, but we you know we get a lot of tuna, a lot of false albacore, bluefin tuna. Um, you know mostly offshore. The bluefin actually come in very close mm-hmm. uh, this time of year, November. I've caught bluefin on plugs and on fly that are up to a hundred pounds, and they're a hundred. Yards from the shore. Wow! Yeah, so it's a it's it's a very special place. Um, you know the uh, uh, the fishery here and the the proximity to the you know to the different island Block Island and Nantucket and uh, Martha's Vineyard. You know it all pl- interacts with with each other and the migrations that take place out here. Well, I know your summers are great. But uh, what's it sounds like this isn't the time of year to go. Well, the, the, there's two seasons. I mean, there's three seasons, really. The spring season, what we do out here is we mostly sight fish for striped bass. Hmm. And what I mean by that is I'm either using a very light spinning rod or I'm using a fly rod, and we're pulling the boat hmm. and looking for the fish just like the guys do for bonefish and tarpon and stuff like that. And you actually see them during the day in the right conditions and the right tides. So in early April, May, and June, that's that's our focus, and that's sort of what we're known for. Uh, you know, when we first started out here, the striper back in the 80s had totally disappeared, and then it uh, came roaring back after they had a moratorium, and when I started my store and my uh, uh, guiding business in 93, the striper had made this miraculous comeback. And so uh, the fishery just exploded. So in those days, nobody really knew. When I first came out here, I was originally from California. And so uh, everybody told me that you had to find stripers in 60 feet of water and, and uh, you know, that they weren't there in the day. You had to fish them at night. And so uh, as the striper came back and the more that we spent, you know, out in the water, we found that they were there during the day and that they'd be in shallow waters. And we sort of, uh, you know, started, We I bought flat skiffs and we started fishing for them like they do bonefish. Mm-hmm. And so it really turned into a spectacular you know thing and then as the summer progresses we uh, uh, you know I, I have a bigger boat and I move it to you know out further east into Montauk proper and we uh, you know have a lot of the blue fish which are uh, you know big uh, toothy critters that love flies love plugs uh, they grow up to about 20 pounds and and uh, and they fight like the dickens they jump like tarpon and so a summer fishery the stripers will come through and then they the water warms up and they seem to be harder to get but uh, the the bluefish and and stripers you know at certain areas and everything else is great and then as the fall progresses uh, the stripers start migrating back down the coast and we get the false albacore move in from offshore so uh, and those will get acres and acres of what they really are what called little tunny you know they call them mm-hmm. bonita in Florida but they're uh, you know they're sort of our speedsters of the northeast no, they're, they're like found, our bonita. Well, bonita, um, there's there's different types. Some of them is real dark red meat that don't do much for table fare, but there's the other ones with the white meat, and you, of course you take the bloodline out right away, and they're very good. 
Yeah, the uh, the green bonita, we'll get those too, and those are the white meat, mm-hmm. and they're a true bonita. The little tunny, or the false albacore, what they call out here. In Florida, they call those also bonita, but they're really not, and that's the one with, uh, I think you're talking about with the red meat that mm-hmm. isn't very edible. Yeah. But they're, you can but they're still good smoke. Them. Yeah, as I say, still, there's good smoke. <laughs> you, you can yeah. still smoke them. <laughs> Are you yeah. coming out and visiting your sister this year? I, I was. I uh, I came out to California. I, you know, it's funny. I grew up in Newport Beach in California, yeah. and I caught my first striper there. And... Uh, so I was out visiting my sister this year, and and I popped into this uh, fly shop that I'd been in years ago down in Newport Beach, and uh, and I think that's Frank's. And, yeah. Uh, and then uh, you know I bought some stuff. I wanted to go catch the uh, corvina on the, uh, the on the shorelines and stuff. And I had my cousins and stuff. So we only got a few hours to go down and goof around with it. But I hear promises that if I come back, uh, I'll I'll get a tour. Yeah, <laughs> offshore or on the beach, either one. We'll go fishing for a half a day or all day. I'm the type that gets out there at daylight and don't want to come home at dark. <laughs> of course, this time of the year, that's only a few hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, that's sort of like me, too. So, uh, yeah, I just like the sight fishing. And so, you know, when I was there, I didn't do much of it. I'd see them in the surf out there, you know, at the River Jetty and Huntington Beach and, yeah. you know, in some of the areas and stuff. And I always wanted to do it. And then, you know, since Facebook came along, it's funny. I see these guys and uh, Glad Unida, I think it is, or you. Uh, you know, does it all the time, and you know, and and I was like, God, I, I got to go do that. You know, I, I just love to anything that I can see and cast to. That's that's what I love doing. Mm-hmm. Now, you didn't mention uh, any names that you that you work from or for, or uh, give us an idea how to contact you. Well. Um, my company is is flyfishingmontauk.com and that's you know that's on the internet or whatever my my actual name of the company is to the point charters dixons to the point charters but uh you know fly fishing montauk you can go online mm-hmm. and and that's how you know so and and i also the, the funny thing is i spend four months of the year down in the florida keys mm. and i i've been guiding down there for 23 years wow. for uh tarpon and bonefish and permit so uh so I go back and forth between the two, and, mm-hmm. and there we be. There you go. Well, you can find the right weather. Now, um, not even sure I'm supposed to bring this up, but I know that Montauk, I believe once a year they have a shark tournament. Um, can you tell us about a little bit about that in a minute or so? Sure. Uh, the, you know, it's world-renowned for the sharks, and especially great whites. And uh, and they have every June, the uh, Star Island has a, uh, a large shark tournament. And, and the good news is they, they're releasing most of them. They keep the ones that qualify, and they have certain qualifiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's, like I said, tremendous shark fishing. And some of the sharks, like the threshers and everything, oh, yeah. because, because of the... The, the bunker coming back, they're right on shore. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't have to go very far for a, a lot of the sharks, which is, you know, I guess not great if you're a swimmer, but <laughs> it's a tre- tremendous shark fishery. Well, actually, very few sharks, well, even a great white, um, as dangerous and deadly as they are, and they kill people, but they don't do it on purpose. Um, no. They don't, like, the, they don't like to eat humans. If someone's in a wetsuit, they think they're eating a seal. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway. Here's a quick one real quick. The, the research vessel last year came here to tag sharks, and I talked to the guys, and the next day I go out there, and they're a half mile offshore, and afterwards I talked to them again. I said, why are you guys so close? They said, well, that's where we're tagging them. I said, well, how many you tag? And, the, and they're tagging great white. Oh, gosh. And in anyway. three days they tagged 110 oh. great whites. <laughs> well, we're going to have to let you go on that. But uh, it's a great to get a report from the East Coast, and it sounds very exciting. Uh, and get in touch with uh, Paul Dixon. And we're going to have to uh, go to a segment right now, Paul, but we appreciate it very much. Charter Captain Paul Dixon, and uh, we'll be right back with you. Head back to the bar. 
A few years ago, a sailor set out to design a boat shoe that was comfortable and stable, non-skid, and wouldn't mark the decks. Today, these incredibly comfortable shoes are worn by anglers, boaters, professional guides, and charter captains. Go to softscience.com to see more. Soft Science shoes and boots are lightweight and shock absorbent with just the right level of support. Several styles come in all sizes. Enjoy the Soft Science shoe in the water and out. Check them out at softscience.com. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Alaskan RV Butler, guiding, fishing, hiking, sightseeing, adventure. The Alaskan RV Butler, like a cruise on wheels in the comfort of an RV, view the wonders of Alaskan interior, streams, ocean, and wildlife, or fish for the big one, all while pampered by Mike, the Alaskan RV Butler. Mike's inclusive tours serve butter-drenched shellfish and mouth-watering steaks. Mike is your personal chef, chauffeur, guide, and planner. And for the real Alaska, contact MikeRVButler at gmail.com. That's MikeRVButler at gmail.com. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, Frank Selby. And as promised earlier, we were going to go. We just got off from Montauk. Uh, we talked to Eastern Sierras, and we cover the world. We are now online with Mark Sidney from Americana Sport Fishing in Costa Rica. So what a pleasure to have you, Mark. John, it's good to hear from you again. Mm-hmm. What do you want to know? Well, p- people that have not been to Costa Rica don't really understand. You know, first thing, they talk about the rainforest. And I go, this is a rainforest? I mean, you should go to Oregon sometime. But uh, uh, there is, a, it's not a big country. And basically, Costa Rica, where you op- in Costa Rica, you operate at San Jose, which is at the top of the hill, drop down one side of the Atlantic, the other to the Pacific. But I'd like to you to give us a bit of an idea about the country, the different areas, depending on what you're looking for. Yeah, Costa Rica is a great place to come no matter what you want. It's right between Nicaragua to the north and Panama to the south. Mm-hmm. As uh, John said, it's uh, we've got a large Pacific coastline, which is probably the destination for most people, and a Caribbean coastline. On the Pacific, starting in the north, there's Guanacaste, which has great fishing, probably Costa Rica's best beaches, and uh, lots of things to do. If you're adventurous, there are zipline tours, canopy tours. If you're more laid back and relaxed, 
There are, what can I say? There are hiking tours. There are um, kayak tours. Same for the Central Pacific. All kinds of tours. And if you're uh, an angler who wants to go after game fish, well, the Pacific side is absolutely great. There are billfish. Marlin and sailfish. There are yellowfin tuna, drought on Oahu offshore. Closer inshore, there's a wide range of uh, snapper species, feisty roosters. Yeah, I was just going to just going to say I was surprised how many rooster fish you have down there. I mean, they're just they're they're thick. It's a great place for rooster fishing. Inshore, and there are some inshore. There are some excellent rooster fish guides and as we go south in the south pacific a lot of people have never really heard of it there are two places called um Golfito and puerto jimenez and then there's the osa peninsula which um natural national geographic once called the most uh, ecologically diverse place in the world hmm. so it's a, you have forests you have um Rivers, you have all kinds of animal life, wildlife, you have um, all kinds of animals and birds, exotic animals, exotic birds, and you have great fishing uh, there. It's probably the best inshore offshore combination in all of Costa Rica. And we've got a great captain out there, mm-hmm. Bobby McGinnis. I don't know whether you've heard about mm-hmm. Bobby. He was IGFA's. World's top captain in 2006-2010. We had clients out with them at the FADs. These are these uh, sea mounts or fish attracting devices that are buoys placed after or just below the surface. Our clients are a family of six. First day, they raised 32 billfish and they released 11 marlin to oh sail. The next day, they released 45 billfish. Oh, my they God. Released 30 Ireland, another two sales, and they decided to get a Dorado or Mahi Mahi wow. for good revenue. You wouldn't even have you wouldn't even have a chance to have a beer in that. That was last weekend. They just came back to San wow. Jose today after staying in Puerto Rico. Well, we just talked to, I'm sorry, Mark, we just talked to uh, uh, someone from Montauk, New York, and, you know, he said yesterday it was 17 degrees. Tell us about the season um, in, uh, in Costa Rica, the wet and dry, and when is the best time to go? Okay, there are two seasons in Costa Rica, the dry season or the peak season and the rainy season, which is called the green season. Basically, the difference is that it rains during the rainy season. Yeah. <laughs> temperatures, don't vary. temperatures don't vary that much, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, basically, I'm looking out my window now, and I don't think you'd like it. Uh, it's sunny with a few clouds in the sky, a breeze, and about, oh, I would say somewhere about 70. 77 degrees. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the uh, difference that's, is that the time to come, if you're interested in fishing, if each area has its own weather and fishing periods, if you want to fish between now and May is a great time off the Central Pacific Coast. That's Capos and uh, Haco, La Sueños Marina, and Pace Vela Marina. The weather's like this. In the north, it's a little bit windier. So it's okay for inshore, but you might have some trouble getting offshore. So we tell our anglers, if you want to go north to the great beaches, come after May. Mm. Come May. Well, you might, it might, might rain on you, but it's, it's not cold. It's never cold. <laughs> I've never worn a jacket in this country for the 25 years that I've been here. Wow. Nor a sweater. Mm-hmm. Frank, you've been awfully quiet. Have you been to Costa Rica, Frank? Yeah, once or twice. Okay. But I am more interested when we're going with him. There you go. <laughs> well, we've been talking about it. We've been getting some, we've been getting some inquiries about wanting to go down there. I've got two guys already saying they'd like to go with us. Well, let's do it. Yeah, Mark, uh, actually, Mark, is. Uh, uh, they have a service. 
that you get in touch with Mark no matter what you want to do in Costa Rica. He's got, like you said, 25 years experience, so he knows which boats, uh, where to stay, and he'll, he'll, you know, you just give him a call, and he'll put a package together for you, and it's uh, fairly reasonable. You know what's cool is that you can get on an airplane in Los Angeles or many other areas, fly directly in to San Jose. Um, and then from yeah. there, you can spend the night if you want. And then uh, it's, well, to uh, uh, Hako, it's only, what, about... Off thir- to the beach th- and to the boat. Yeah, it's only about 30 minutes, isn't it, from from uh, the airport or 45 minutes from uh, from the airport to Hako? Right now, on, to Hako, which is the closest fishing fishing destination with a new highway it's only 75 minutes mm-hmm. uh, there's no plane but Capos which is a little bit south it's another 45-50 minutes mm-hmm. or it's a 25 minute uh, commuter flight mm-hmm. nothing is far off the only thing is that sometimes you can't get there from here and the roads as you know yeah. are windy and the drivers are worse right yeah <laughs> well I remember uh, remember uh uh, we were down there on the last trip of the, the other one. And a friend of mine, we drove in, I think, from Hako to Capos, and you cross this bridge with a, a river down there, and there's crocodiles in it. And so he stopped at one of these chicken places and got three or four chickens, tied them to a string or a rope, and he, he was and it's probably a hundred feet down to the river, and so and he was uh, uh, he was uh, teasing the alligators. He come up and he tried to pull it away just in time, but eventually they ate all the chickens. But it was it was quite interesting. Yeah, that's tarkalus. But when you're on the water, uh, I was just thinking, you know, you fish, but. Depending on the season, you might um, encounter a bunch of whales, you might encounter sea turtles, you might encounter rays as well. I mean, these are animals that frequent, the, especially the Pacific Coast. A lot of people do come down here in the season for whale watching, for um, turtle nesting on both the mm-hmm. Pacific and the Caribbean coast. Mm-hmm. Costa Rica is home to many uh, species of turtles, some of them endangered. Mm-hmm. Well, a couple of things, so because, thing to do also. Mark, what we want to do is give an overall clear picture of Costa Rica, the good with the bad. And, you know, there's the rainy season and the dry season. Well, it's uh, different than us because the wintertime, what we consider winter, is the best time to go. So, you know, now is the time between now and Easter. uh, Now and Easter is the time. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, you know, everybody speaks English. um, And if you want to, there's plenty of good nightlife, entertainment and such. Um, But I have to say that it's very, very safe. There's, you know, um, serious crime, murders and that like that type of things and uh, tourists being accosted. It just never happens. But petty theft is a national pastime. We had a guy that had these fancy uh, flip-flops and they had a little bottle open in the bottom and they're pretty neat. So he took them off and put them in the sand, went out in the ocean, came back there's an old worn-out pair of flip-flops in its place. <laughs> you, you know, what you do is you don't leave anything to temptation. Yeah. I mean, like, and uh, basically, I'll tell you, people here think that if you're coming down as a tourist, especially an American or a Canadian tourist, you have lots of money, and you won't miss it. Yeah. That's, that's an attitude. And in terms of violence and uh, being accosted, there's not much of that. You just have to use your head, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you go anywhere else. Don't yeah. wear ostentatious $20,000 Rolex watches yeah. or, uh, you know, 18-carat gold chains. Yeah. Um, you, mm-hmm. you don't need a gold-filled pen. All you need is a big fountain. There you a go. Big pen. <laughs> okay. I mean, Mark, it, um, hopefully, and, hopefully you've got time. We have to take a break, but we're going to come back, and we got about another three and a half minutes with you, if you don't mind. Can you hang in? And, yep, and I think here. Frank's probably got some questions for you. You are listening to fishhunttalkradio.com, and uh, if you're listening to us on Sirius or listen to us all, send me an email, and we got a bunch of prizes to give away.
The Soft Science footbed absorbs the shock of pounding waves, engine vibration, and even rocky terrain. Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed, and they drain and dry quickly. Check out the Soft Science Fin fishing shoes and boots and the Fin H2O for kayaking and canoeing. They're lightweight, slip-resistant, and won't mark your deck. See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. And we have our host, Frank Selby, and this is John Hennigan. And we have Mark Sidney, who anything you want to know about Costa Rica, he knows it. And if you want to take a visit down there, get in touch with us. We'll put a trip together, which we're talking about doing. Or just give Mark a call, and he'll give you a complete package at a good price. So we're back again. And Frank, you've been to Costa Rica. Mark, I got a couple questions for okay. Mark. Mark, where's the favorite place the locals hang out? That's the things that a lot of us like to know because you get two blocks off of certain areas. You can have so much fun, nothing to worry about. You know a few of them kind of places? Well, sure. I mean, um, depends where you're uh, going to be because if you're in San Jose, there are a couple of places near me that everybody likes to hang out is one's the famous Porky's, famous in the States. Great restaurant, great ambiance. Another one's Chubbs, C-H-U-B-B-S. In Haco, where most of the people go to fish out of Los Sueños Marina, there's the Cocal Bar, which is famous for its nightlife. That's oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, there's the Beetle Bar. Um, and there's it's, the Beetle uh, Bar. The Cocal has taken over. I'm sorry? The Cocal has taken over. The Cocal oh. Bar. Oh, okay. Where people want mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Take it, yeah. Because there is, you know, like we said, we're giving a clear picture. And uh, Costa Rica... You can pretty much find whatever you're looking for because, uh, you know, there's a lot of ladies down there that uh, 
um, work hard, but uh, they're not on their feet when they're doing it. But, uh, so, but you know, oh, if you're looking, if you're looking for it, but, I'm sorry? Of course. For that in San Jose, of course, if you're looking for yeah. there's a famous Blue Marlin Bar mm-hmm. at uh, the Hotel Del Rey. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most famous place in all of Central America mm-hmm. for after-hours fishing. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> that That's well, good. But yeah. it's still, you know, it's, you don't have, wives don't have to worry about their husbands going down there. There's, uh, you know, you can find whatever you want pretty much anywhere you want to go. But, you know, it's not like... Uh, you know, uh, neon signs in the street. Uh, and there's a lot of things you can do that are that are family oriented. Yeah, uh, the restaurants I mentioned first, like Porky's and Chubbs, they're just fun places where a lot of uh, North Americans or gringos uh, inhabit, right? On uh, especially on a Friday and Saturday mm-hmm. nights. And, yeah, and I price- like to go dancing when I go. get away. Oh, you want to like to go dancing? There's a great yeah. place in San Jose, famous for going dancing. It's called Castro's Bar. <laughs> Every cab driver, driver knows it. Yeah. And it's been around for 25 years. Okay. And well, there's that's a lot my of young side. ladies, not working girls, but a lot of young ladies who go out on Friday and Saturday night, Friday night after work, and they want to dance, too. There you go. They just like to dance and have fun at the bar. That's right. That is my type of person. There you like go. Lady. Well, we're getting close on time. And before we turn off, uh, Mark, as we mentioned, we're recently on Sirius XM Radio. It's on in the uh, United States at uh, 9 a.m. on Saturday and noon Eastern Time. And that's on Channel 211, 211 on Sirius XM Radio. So look us up and listen to us. And you too, Mark. Uh, you can yes, get it anywhere in the world. I could get it here. Okay. And anybody that is listening on Sirius, get in touch with you. Send me an email, john at easy, fishtalkradio.com. John at fishtalkradio.com. And uh, we would like to know who's listening, and we'll send you something to make it worth your while. Well, I guess uh, Keith, we're wrapping that one up. But we do appreciate everybody tuning in. Mark, thank you very much. Let's start working on the trip, Frank. Pleasure always. All righty. All right. And Frank, you very much, Frank. You're but, welcome. Uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be back with you soon. Make sure you tune in and give, send me an email. It's will be worth your while. I trust you.